Welcome to Sound Advice with Phyllis Nichols. This podcast is for women and the men who love them who are determined to make a difference in the world. You'll hear from other women who followed their own path to success, who are willing to share what they've learned along the way. Be ready to laugh, learn, and be inspired. Who knows, your story could be next. Your host, Phyllis Nichols, will make sure you see the possibilities in your own life, and even better, give you proven strategies to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Welcome to the Sound Advice podcast with Phyllis Nichols. Um, Today, I'm really delighted to have a uh, guest with us. And we're going to be talking with Melissa uh, Bradley Ball. I know her as Missy. Uh, hey, Missy, how you doing? Hi, Phyllis. I'm great. How are you? Yeah. Well, let me tell you guys just so that um, I'm very fortunate to have known Missy for a little while. Um, let me give you a little bit of background so you know a little bit about her. Um, she is a rec- nationally recognized clinical educator. Uh, she really is in the, in the field of um, psychology and training, but she really trains the trainer. Um, um, she is notably uh, known for her work in the uh, resilience and helping people navigate the heroic journey. Um, that's something that she's uh, that I've actually taken a couple of her online courses, which have been really great. Um, she's working all over the country and has trained that well. Gosh, not just thousands, probably tens of thousands. A couple of hundred thousand. Oh my goodness! Okay, a couple of hundred thousands of of professionals, and. Um, you know, she she's uh also uh you've done a PBS documentary that's going to be airing soon regarding um resilience in children is that right Absolutely children um healing from divorce and being able to um uh not have any of the after effects that sometimes we see So it's 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 really about the heroic journey for the whole family Wow. Well, I love that, and I'm I'm a big fan of the heroic journey work that you do. Um, and I want to let you people know on the website, and I'll be giving you some information too at the end where you can reach, um, get more information about um, Missy and her work, how you can reach her and her contact information. But for our conversation today, Missy, and I know uh, this is probably <laughs> something that might be hard for you, but I know um, you know we're all about d- giving some sound advice to our uh, audience. And um, one thing I would like to ask, and I'm, I'm sure you could, I know that you could fill books uh, full of, of good information. Um, wh- what is a piece of advice, though, that you have uh, that has served you really well in your life? Something that could have been either recent or from from a, a while ago. I mean, what's a piece of advice that maybe you find yourself returning back to? Well, two things I think is one is um, that I do have strengths that even when I look back on challenges times, whether professionally or personally, that I was able to get through them, even though they felt really crummy at the time. Uh, In retrospect, I found that not only did I make it through those things, but I also learned wisdom and very needed and useful information um, as I reflect back that has helped me in current journeys. And The second thing is that um, 
the life journey, even though it seems chaotic and unpredictable at times, when you kind of look at it at the 35,000-foot level, it actually is quite predictable, and we see this uh, predictable framework in the majority of the blockbuster movies and great literature. So you're... Um so if somebody today is listening and they're struggling, whether either maybe just personally or in their business or, or in, in an aspect of their life, mm-hmm. um, you're, I mean, I, I, I love what you said about the fact that, you know, the, the journey is part of the, um, it's part of our, it's part of our path. It's part of our learning, right? Like it's becomes, and it makes us part of who we are. Absolutely. Right. So, so maybe not to be fearful of the journey. Um, but you know, when you're in the midst of something really challenging or really hard or very, um, maybe, you know, dispiriting, um, sometimes it's really hard to see that though. It's hard to kind of get a piece of that clarity. Absolutely. And, and I, I do want to uh, add one piece is that fear is a natural part of the journey, but believing that the fear is, um, is always accurate is not true. So we okay, may well, feel fear and, and it, it really isn't true in the sense of that we're not going to be able to make it through, et cetera. So fear is a, is a pretty normal part of the journey. Right. Okay. So I'm glad that you brought that up because I think fear is something that um, obviously all of us deal with in, in a variety of, of life circumstances. Um, but I know sometimes fear, you know, we give it a lot more power maybe sometimes by kind of buying into the fact that, oh, if I do this, you know, it stops us sometimes from doing good things. Like what if I fail? What if it doesn't work out? Um, it also obviously sometimes serves us um, to be cautious or to be aware. So if somebody's really feeling sort of fearful or feeling stuck and, and buying into sort of that, the notion of the, of fear, um, what kind of advice might you give that person um, in that place to be able to acknowledge the fear? Well, I think that um, two things is that when we go back and reflect on a previous experience sometime in our life and we kind of break it down, we often see that there is a common theme in the fears that we have as we face new life experiences. The second thing is that if we find a way to get centered or grounded or mindful as the buzzword now, then we can, uh, I help people to learn the difference between that very prudent and appropriate uh, concerns and just free-floating anxiety. So it feels different in the body. It um, intuition and something that's trying to guide us is typically going to feel very different, literally at a gut level. So helping people to get still. I like to use the image of imagine you're standing in a pond, and that um, because you've been kind of um, maybe frantically searching or trying to come up with an answer, um, the muddy but you're trying to see what's on the bottom and that you have to get very very still in order to see with clarity okay oh no i like that um i like that uh, that so, analogy good sometimes life does for us uh, uh 
lot of nope. I'm here, but there, it, 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 are you? Can you hear me now? I can. Okay, dropped out for just a minute. So why don't you? I can um, edit that. Why don't you pick up with um, sometimes in life? You were saying something about the stillness. I think sometimes in life, life does. Yes, sometimes life doesn't afford us uh, the ability to spend a lot of time in getting still that we have to take action. And that's part of why uh, kind of a practice of getting grounded and centered um, professionally and personally is so critical. And it doesn't take a lot of time. It may take three to five minutes uh, two or three times a day just to get grounded. So, uh, And there are a lot of different ways people can get grounded. Oh wow! Well, yeah, that's that's great. And so that, then then that becomes a, uh, a kind of a tool or a real um, a aid that we have that we can lean on when we do find ourselves in a in a cycle maybe of anxiety about something. Um, I do like your your suggestion too to look for patterns because I think I know in my life I find you know, there are similar things that have caused me concern or caused me fear, and um, obviously I've come through some of those uh, over the course of my life. So. So um, being able to look back and say, how did I handle it then? How did I get through it? Um, you know, what might I do differently? Those That's certainly helpful. Mm-hmm. And so tell me a little bit. I love the, the word resilience. Um, would you mind? I would kind of, I mean, I know what the, the sort of Webster's Dictionary of Resilience mm-hmm. is. Um, would you mind kind of giving us the, the Missy um, definition of resilience as it, it applies to the work that you do with people? Yes, it, it actually means not only to be able to bounce back, but to move further forward in that bounce back. So it's not just coming back to where you were, it's going beyond where you were. So um, And that happens not only intellectually, but physiologically as well. So we build kind of resilience muscles, and the, the more that we use them and the more that we um, also uh, practice it, you know, to, to see, okay, what are some of the good things about this? Um, those begin to help change a habit in how we see the world around us. Oh, wow, I love that. Um I love the uh, resilience muscles concept. That's actually um, kind of cool. And I find it just as a, a person, I find it really reassuring to know that not only could I be resilient, but that I could get better and better at it. That's actually very, um, uh, it feels good. That feels, that feels really um, encouraging to me. Well, part of it is uh, that we begin to trust that we will be able to bounce back. So it begins to shorten the intensity of um, the times where we feel either lost or kind of in an anxious spin. So when we begin to really believe, okay, this is uncomfortable now, but I will find a way. I trust that I will be able to find a way forward and that I'll be able to make the best decisions because my history shows that I have. Um, That's really helpful. No, definitely. Um, Now, so tell me, if 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 we can pivot just a little, so we've talked a lot about you know this this being able to sort of come through and 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 understand how it applies to sort of life's journey, but 
um, for somebody who's listening, if they're in a place of um, either fear today or they're listening to this podcast sometime down the road and they're in a challenging spot in their life, whether it's just professionally not knowing what to do or personally or what have you, like just like right now in the moment, um, if someone is really struggling with some fear or feeling like they're not they, they, what kind of piece of advice or two would you do um, maybe to help them be more mindful or help them to be a little bit more grounded? What's something that they could grab onto and, and really take advantage of? Well, if, if someone is trying to make a decision between two or three directions, that's a real common one, and it can really cause a huge spin with people. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things is they bounce back and forth between the pros and the cons within minutes of one another so they never really sit in any one decision so I usually recommend that depending on how much time they have before they have to take action um, let's say ideally they have two weeks to make a decision I would um, have them uh, choose one of the options and to do kind of a it's sort of a mindset uh, almost a mind game of okay this is the direction I'm going to go and that for several days three or four days they're sitting in okay this is my decision now I recommend that they don't you know they don't sign legal documents and they don't invest financially in this this is a a mental practice and that they sit in the decision for three or four days and they really because it gives us the depth of what are the questions that come up there's also this sounds kind of Shirley McLean-ish but there's literally an energy uh, that happens where people uh, begin to feel either more anxious or they feel begin to feel a sense of relief and they need to take note of that and then after three or four days then they take what is the second option and they live with that for three or four days or longer if they can trying to just keep the focus on imagining they have made that decision and usually um, that really it slows the spin it slows the anxiety it brings up uh, really valid questions and then those may be things that people will have to uh, do a little investigative work but part of that is just getting uh, the sense of stillness and and it comes back to we make our best decisions when we come from a place of um, peace if at all possible and again that mindfulness is also a mindfulness muscle as well um, that we all have that kind of hamster wheel in our brain during times (laughs) of uh, big transitions you know so um, right so it's it's really important to uh, to get still mentally still Right. Well, I love that advice, and I and I can see in my. I'm just thinking back about some situations I've been in. Um, that that really I think would work. And you, something else I want to touch on really quickly before we finish is the concept or the idea of you. You've mentioned several times throughout our conversation today about physiologically. So really, there's definitely an element 
that I think some of us ignore, um, and that's really paying attention to our bodies, paying attention to how we physically are feeling, um, maybe paying attention to whatever people call it, their intuition, their gut, or their third sense, or whatever they call it. Um, I know I certainly feel my intuition kick in a lot, and, and sometimes I overwrite it, and sometimes I listen to it, but um, I, can you talk just a little bit about that? Because that's come up a couple times, and I do think it's something we sometimes discount or um, maybe override or overlook? Absolutely. Uh, one of the things, when we get really anxious, it begins to dim. Imagine there's a rheostat on our brain, and the more anxious we get, the more the seed of judgment um, begins to um, turn off. So if we center in and notice first of all notice our breathing and most people in a time of great anxiety usually are holding their breath or they're not breathing at all um, or they're breathing high and shallow and rapidly so the first thing uh, to help get that centeredness is to regulate our breath because when we're not regulating our breath, um, first of all, our memory goes, um, long, short-term memory into long-term memory goes, and we cannot, uh, we're not tapping into that seed of reason in our brain. I mean, literally, it's like the internet is running very slowly or not wow. working at all. So if we do a, a very simple thing is take a breath in two counts, hold four counts, and out six counts. So that begins okay. to calm the body um, so we can begin to tap in. Now, true intuition, as um, we learn to separate anxiety from intuition, intuition is very calm and laser-like. But people have to be able to recognize that for themselves. But most people, when they have a sense of knowingness that this is the decision, most people feel a sense of certainty and calmness, and usually it's fairly quiet. Okay. Okay. No, that's great. Um, I love that. I love that breathing exercise too, because that's something that you can do obviously anywhere, anytime. I didn't know that obviously this makes a lot of sense. Um, when you mentioned the, you know, our, 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 our sense of reason, we're really like that the time it feels like we need it most in a period of maybe anxiety, um, we can access it sort of less, right? So we just need to get back to a place where we can um, kind of calmly um, be able to really make good decisions. Right. And and, yeah. and there are two things that I think can be really helpful. One is um, some people are going to uh, do better if they get away, take a walk, uh, notice the smells and the sounds around them. Uh, something I've recently done is you know the uh, adult coloring books is the big rage and yes. that is an incredible even Harvard and Yale have done a lot of research about how it grounds us back in our bodies so um, we it it works really well it really helps my hamster chatter so the only decision I'm making is do I want red or green for this part of the picture? You know, so, <laughs> right, so, right, right. So even though that's a really great one, and uh, and people have to find well whatever works for them. Uh, 
So uh, just um, and that's part of trusting your intuition of what seems to be calling you right now. And we may say, oh, I don't have time for that. But that may be exactly the time that we need to take 20 or 30 minutes to, right. to do that. Right. Um, oh, that's terrific. Well, I appreciate this. This has been um, fascinating. And I could talk to you uh, a lot longer for about these topics, but for today, I do want to finish up um, and ask if, if there's any additional, like just you've given us a lot of great tips, um, any additional like little piece of what I would call sound advice or do you have sort of like a little sort of sound advice mantra that you use that have served you throughout your life? Um, I think that the... Um there's a quote, mad men and saints swim in the same waters and what drowns one transforms the other. So the um, we can be transformed by um, our challenges. It doesn't mean that they won't be uncomfortable, but um, that they actually make us more of who uh, we're meant to be. So. Um, and to take some time to watch some inspiring movies because what you'll see about resilience is playing out in all of the really inspiring movies, children's movies as well. Oh, neat. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time. Um, for the audience who's listening um, on the website, which will be the soundadvicesales.com slash podcast, um, I will have all of Missy's contact information. So if you'd like to reach out to her, um, Missy does work with people individually and in groups and in training. Um, and uh, she's on Facebook if you want to, to reach with her on Facebook at the Omnibus Center. And um, we'll give her uh, email, her website, and her other information there. Um, Missy, thank you so much for um, doing the podcast with us today and um, for sharing such great information. I personally, I've taken a couple of notes, and I'm going to go back and, uh, and when I listen again and make sure I get some more. I do appreciate it. Um, it's just super helpful and um, um yeah, I'm 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 with you. I'm, I want to be on this journey with that too, with the resilience as well. I love that word, but I I really love sort of what that means in my life. Like having a resilient life just sounds like a really worthy um uh, a worthy goal or a, a worthy experience to strive for. Thank you, thank you, and I appreciate the work that you do, Phyllis. Thank you for bringing us um, these podcasts. I love them. Yeah, no problem. Okay, great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Till next time, have fun, be you, and share your sound advice with the world. For more info and show notes, or to connect with Phyllis, go to soundadvicesales.com or on Facebook at Sound Advice Sales.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.